Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. From Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk podcast, this is Who Charted. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Who Charted, the most exciting six minutes in markets. With me, as always, is Drew Wells. We're ready, we're ready to get into it. Six charts in six minutes. You know the drill. Let's get it started. All right, everybody's getting uh, all bared up on small caps, and I think that um, that makes sense in a lot of ways. If you look at the chart of the Russell 2000, S&P 600, IWM, pick your poison, um, trading in that range there for the past year or so, it kind of looks like crap, particularly more worse on the uh, Russell 2000 side, but take a look at this equal weight S&P 600 relative to S&P 600 ratio, right? So the average small cap stock in the S&P 600 has actually been outperforming all year long. There's above that breakout level, breaking out to the upside, above a rising 50-day moving average. And take a look at momentum in the ratio here, remaining firmly uh, in that in that bullish range right there. So everybody's running around with their hair on fire right now with a lot of um, you know geopolitical news uh, you know coming out and everything. And in, in theory, small cap stocks should not be working in that environment. And um, while the charts themselves look pretty bad, the average stock has been doing pretty well. All right. Certainly a theme over the weekend was the death cross, specifically the death cross in the NASDAQ composite. Now, this is the entire composite, not just the NASDAQ 100. But what's interesting to me um, is that we dug into the numbers and, uh, you know, since its inception in 1971, there have been 31 instances of a death cross where the 50 day moving average crosses below the 200 day moving average. Now, the one that we have now currently in play would mark 32. What's interesting is that three months out from the signal, from the death cross, your probability of gain for the NASDAQ composite is actually close to 71% with a median uh, return of about 7.23%. So the death cross by itself in isolation is not as bearish as headlines would have you fear. However, we do think that if you're using it as part of an investment process uh, and a strategy with rules to get back in, it does add value. All right. Continuing on with that small cap theme, um, this is uh, small cap consumer staples relative to small caps on the top pane. Bottom pane there, this is large cap consumer staples relative uh, to large caps of the S&P 500. So the interesting thing is that these ratios trade pretty closely uh, together uh, over time. But what's, what's probably most interesting over the last several months here is that uh, small cap consumer staples relative to small caps have actually been making lower highs while large cap uh, consumer staples have been breaking out and making higher highs over the last several months. Um, and so it's interesting to see that risk on risk off dynamic play out within small and large caps right now. So uh, large caps have been the winners over the last several months outperforming small caps. But it's interesting to see that the risk sentiment is certainly shifting here in the in the cap space as uh, as large caps move towards more of a risk off stance and uh, small caps move towards a more risk on stance. All right. Another one that does was a hot topic. Uh, over the weekend and over the past few days of trading has been gold, gold spot breaking out above that 1880 level, the green line on the chart. 
I think that this is interesting because it is coinciding with a momentum shift. If you look at the 14 period RSI at the bottom of the chart, you see a series of higher lows and gold now pushing towards an overbought condition. Now, if this trend is really strong, we would expect to see that 1880 level hold while momentum kind of works off the overbought condition and then see a continuation higher. Uh, I think breaking through 1920 would be the next key level to watch. But gold certainly has to be on the radar here as a reversal up and out of the consolidation that's been in place um, for over a year now. All right. In our last episode, we hit international pretty hard. I wanted to uh, bring this chart uh, uh, to view here. This is probably one of the most interesting charts in the international space, Latin America, right? In the process of reversing a, a bearish trend into a bullish trend, right? So we have price above that 26, uh, 26, 25 breakout level above a rising 50 day moving average. Here's what's really interesting uh, within this region here. Take a look at Latin America relative to Acquiex US. Again, above that breakout level highlighted in the middle pane, above a rising 50-day uh, moving average of the ratio. And the cherry on top, it's also starting to outperform the S&P 500. Again, above another breakout level uh, and above a uh, rising 50-day uh, moving average. So we have a nice little trifecta of bullish price action working in this region of uh, the world. It's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. All right, my last chart is the uh, the ten year note uh, and the ten year yield. Obviously, they move inversely with each other. But what's interesting is the ten year note. Um, you know, clear bearish trend. This is a weekly chart, so below the ten week moving average, below the forty week moving average. Right by all definitions, a downtrend. However, for the past two weeks, we have uh, long lower tails. Look at those last two candles all the way on the right. Long lower tails. So what that tells me is that the bears tried to take control. Uh, but they kind of fumbled the ball for the second time, second week in a row, uh, fumbled the ball on the two yard line. So now we'll see if the bulls can kind of regain that 128 level, start to regain the moving averages. Uh, and at the same time, see if yields move lower. We're not there yet. Uh, but I think it's interesting that, uh, the bears have not been able to make much progress here over the past couple of weeks. And we've actually seen the bulls strip the ball and try to advance, uh, the game in their own right. All right, everybody, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next video. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.